following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another finger licking episode of Retro Pop. <laughs> You're home for bi weekly or whatever the heck we feel like it pop culture episodes right here on the network at BICBP radio.com. I am Colonel Matt Johnson. I am joined by um, the extra crispy Johnny Townsend. Johnny, how are you? I do declare there. Oh, sir. Colonel, man, I am Colonel Johnny Townsend, and I'm here to say that my chicken is indeed finger-licking good. Get yourself a bucket of that KFC. Colonel's going to have to come on the next panel discussion episode. I I hope you know that, right? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It sounds like you know him. Um, Yeah, so excuse our absence. We've had a wild... uh, couple weeks getting things going getting things kind of straight on the straight and narrow um we are finishing up with our food mascot theme from the month of february and uh we're not gonna have really a theme for march but we will regain uh a theme in april because april comes after march and i definitely didn't have a brain fart there um <laughs> So that'll be the plan. Uh, so Johnny will get next choice, and now uh, we'll he'll discuss his uh, his choice at the end of the show. But today, um, we're going to discuss the extra crispy, um, the, the the man, the man who fathered made honestly like he made chicken fast food possible, right? Yeah, he certainly did. And I was going to ask you, Matt, are you a, a original recipe or an extra kiss, uh, crispy kind of guy? Uh, I mean, they're look both at great. Me. I, I was going to say, I, I've, I'm not going to say no to either, but <laughs> I do like that. I do like that little extra zing, that little extra crisp. I will not say no to that. Yeah, I like both. Uh, I probably have mostly had original recipe because I'm really by myself uh, when we're uh, when getting the old uh, KFC bucket of chicken, but. Uh, they actually just late February, Matt, I don't know if you know this or not, made headlines because they are going to stop uh, having certain items that are actually quite popular. What? At KFC, including, including the one that I always get, the old popcorn chicken. They're not going to do popcorn chicken anymore. Why aren't they doing popcorn chicken anymore? I don't know because they hate me, Matt. They hate me. They're out to get me. This is bullshit. You think – yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh the the uh the South Park episode? Do you ever see that? Wait, there was the like one a... where 
is it the one where it's all about the KFC and Cartman? Yeah, the, the KFC closes down in South Park and becomes yeah. a grease shop, and Cartman's deal with the Sa- Colonel Sanders. And yeah, yes. Yeah. And he starts an underground chicken yeah. ring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was really he takes good. takes over. He just eats the skin. Oh, what a great episode. Yeah. Oh, um, man. But the, you know what? That is true. Like, that skin off the KFC is just pretty incredible. Uh, it is, man, I'm tr- I do like other fast food chicken as well, but... Uh, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Colonel Sanders is is certainly uh, like he just is synonymous with it, right? He is the most. He, he's definitely the most famous. He's definitely the most yeah. famous. Um, I I like Popeyes personally. I do too. Like, over Colonel, but Colonel Sanders, I I'm not gonna lie, listeners and Johnny, I pulled that one out of my ass last time when I was like, oh, let's do let's do somebody, I'd, Colonel Sanders. Well, uh, in my area, the the there's only. Somehow, I don't know why, because we love our chicken here in good old NC, but there's only one Popeye's, and it's, like, way out of the way for me. And But there's, like, three or four KFCs, uh, and there's, like, and I don't think you have them there, but we have a couple of what we like to call a Bojangles, which is fairly huge here. Oh, I've had Bojangles at an airport once. It was really good. Yeah, Bojangles is quite good. And, uh, of course, since we're in the Bible Belt, we have, like, uh, you know, Chick Fil A's as far as the eye can see. <laughs> There's literally, I'm not even making this up. There's three Chick Fil A's within a one mile radius of each other in one area. Wow. And they and they all do really well. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Yeah, Chick Fil A. I almost forgot about Chick Fil A. They're they're pretty good too. They're pretty. Yeah, they got too. the they got the best sauces. I think of all. They do. They do. Their sauce game is is uh is on fleek as the kids say. Oh, yeah. Yes, totally. I am hip. All right, let's get into our personal history with Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Sunday dinner. There's just something about Sunday dinner that makes it the best meal of the week. Maybe it's the steaming bowls of mashed potatoes and thick brown gravy. Maybe it's the tasty, tender chicken fried up golden brown. Whatever it is, Sunday dinner is it. The best meal of the week. Only one little problem. Ever try taking it places? Like church socials, parties, or ball games? Announcing the portable Sunday dinner by Colonel Sanders. He cooks up Kentucky Fried Chicken in his kitchen, then packs it up in his handy bucket. All you do is pick it up. Imagine, the best meal of the week travels everywhere, every day of the week. Okay, Colonel, hit the road. All right. So as a young, um, borderline morbidly obese child, uh, KFC was a was a was a wonderful delight. All right. Whenever you know, my parents would would go and get the we'd get fast food every now and then. We try like once a week, maybe once in a while. We get twice a week. All right. So we had our we had long you know McDonald's, Burger King, Long John Silver's. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Arby's when you can afford five double beef and cheddars. That was a good, that was a good time to be alive. The old five for five. Oh yeah. 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 Oh man. Good old days. Um, but KFC was every once in a while, part of that rotation and man, it was like, it was special, right? Cause it wasn't, I'm trying to think it's like, it literally was like hitting the lottery. All right. My parent, my mom would come home from work, or usually it was my mom coming home later, and she'd have the bucket 
All right, the bucket of chicken. I'm like, mm, eating good tonight. <laughs> the biscuits. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the sides, them dry, dry but delicious biscuits. All right. All the sides, the mashed potatoes. With the gravy. With the gravy. Yeah. So good. Some good times. I also have a very funny uh, experience as well. I was really mad at the time. Uh, I was picking up a friend. Uh, his name was Billy. We were him and another one. And we were going to go get some KFC for dinner and we were going to go to the movies. And I bought a bucket of KFC and uh, it was in his lap. And I'm driving. All right, that sounds really bad. That sounds like a terrible starting. So I'm driving. <laughs> or a great start, depending on how you think. <laughs> I keep reaching over and try to grab chicken so I can eat. He's just going to town on this chicken and I'm driving. So I'm like, I got to get some chicken. Yeah, I'm you got to get it in, man. I, <laughs> so I'm picking up the chicken, and I'm I'm biting this thing, not really looking. I'm like, man, there's no meat on these things. This son of a bitch. He was eating them and throwing the damn bones right on top. He cleared through like 20 pieces of chicken. I'm like, <laughs> I was really mad. I wanted to just dump them off of the movies and leave. I was furious. As you should be. As you should be. And I know. I did get a couple. I did get a piece eventually, but I'm like, man, there's really not a whole lot of meat on these things. Because he picked the best ones. He did. He was he was the Eric Cartman uh, to the yeah. south. He was sitting there eating all the skin off and leaving you everything else. Every time we see each other, he reminds me of that story, and it's uh, it's so much fun. And he should be thanking you for not just punching him in the face, because <laughs> <laughs> that is a borderline offensive thing to do. Just especially if you think that someone's your friend. Uh- <laughs> That's a backstabbing time ball. If I was like fat eight-year-old me, I would have been slamming his head against the windshield (laughs) or the dashboard. Just bam, bam. I would have been pissed. But I was like, woosa, (laughs) woosa. Well, as a a fat uh, boy uh, myself growing up, that was also, KFC was also one of the, in the rotation, as they say. Of something that the dad or mom would bring home every once in a while. Uh, it was my favorite. They used to have, and they don't. They don't have the same one anymore. But they used to have, in my opinion, the best sweet and sour sauce for a long time. Yes, yes. And I loved that. Like I, I, it was to the point where I loved getting it just for the experience of dipping the chicken into it to eat it. That's how much I loved that sweet and sour sauce. So I always looked forward to it. Uh, but then sadly, they changed the recipe of that. And the new one is still fine. It still tastes good, but it's nowhere near what it used to be, in my old man opinion. I, I was we were the same way though. It was <clears throat> there's this one there's this little town near me. Uh, it's it's actually where one of the Hunger Games movies was shot. Oddly okay. enough, but uh, it, it's it's got some uh like a a rate is there's. See, right, there's a Hardee's or a Cars Jr., depending on where you are. It's Hardee's here. A Hardee's uh, that's been there for ever since I have, I've had memories that Hardee's has always been there. Uh, uh, that KFC has been there for a long time itself. And more recently, but it's still, it's probably been a decade, decade now. There's a Bojangles there now. But, like, there's those are the ones that were there. And it was, like, a not too far from us. So it's a place you could go and get the food, and it wouldn't be cold by the time you brought it home, that kind of stuff. And uh, so a lot of times it was a lot of either Hardee's or KFC growing up. And 
So either I was going to get a, a cheeseburger with a California raisin to play with, because it was a, I just remember that a very uh, big memory of the California raisins being a big deal in the Hardee's for some reason. And uh, KFC, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was a, a, a chicken connoisseur, I would dare say. <laughs> and uh, even now, as I've gotten older, um, <clears throat> I've had to, you know, when you get older, sadly, you can't eat the same way you did when you were younger. Because your body is just like, hey, buddy, uh, sorry about that. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, so um, I've had to, I mean, your boy obviously loves himself a good cheeseburger. But I've had to to really tone down the amount of red meat I eat. So in doing so, that means I'm eating a lot more of your white meats, your turkeys, and your chickens, and that type of stuff. And so chicken has really, really been a major staple of my diet. So I've had KFC. Whenever I decide to do fast food, way more than I've had <laughs> in a long time. But yeah, I like KFC quite a bit. Major part of me uh, growing up. And of course, Colonel Sanders himself. What a major character, right? I mean, who? it was all kinds of commercials, even now with Colonel Sanders. I mean, they're always doing something with the old Colonel himself. And Yeah, it's like a, it's a rite of passage right now. It's almost like, it, it's almost, hint, emphasis, almost. It's like getting selected to be the next James Bond. All yeah, right. they have like various comedians <laughs> like get to be the colonel for a thirty second commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really cool to see. I'm glad they're still trying to keep that that going because uh, you know you don't really get uh, not on the same level the good the fun fast food commercials with mascots. Like it's just not the same anymore. You know, even no. the McDonald's commercials are nowhere near what they used to be. No, I mean, there's no Ronald McDonald playing soccer or doing anything like that. Like, yeah, what the heck? I mean, I was uh, for uh, the Nostalgia Funhouse. Go check out that podcast. It's me and Andrew. But cheap plug for that. Uh, we uh, did a thing recently where we did a uh, a morning, a Saturday morning cartoons, and they had the commercials with it. Yeah, and because you can find those on YouTube. And it played McDonald's commercials, and these were like Ronald McDonald running around with the little Nugget kids. You remember them? They were there. Oh, yeah. I saw Grimace, and I was like, man, where are all these awesome things happening? And I remember uh, in KFCs, I'm trying to think of anybody else besides like Jack in a Box, that really creepy guy with the giant head. Uh, is anybody else really still doing that? It's It doesn't seem that way. No, they're not. Everything's kind of generally like just adult-oriented. I I, I... I don't understand. I don't understand. No, Jason Alexander skipping down a street talking about the, you can put the cold lettuce on the hot patty and put it together. Yeah. Where's the fun? You know, where's the fun? There is no fun. There is no fun. That's why Colonel Johnny Townsend, I know you heard him earlier. He, he left. (laughs) He's so mad that he just took off. Who knows if he'll show back up? He might. Who knows? (laughs) Well, there is our personal history with KFC. Uh, let us hop into the history. Oh, I see what you did there. Let us hop. Yep, I totally did that through thought. Um, <laughs> definitely did that cognitively. Uh, let's hop into the history of Colonel Sanders. I relish the time to do so. 
All over town, women have a question on their minds. What should I serve for dinner tonight? Let Colonel Sanders answer the question. Pick up Kentucky Fried Chicken in your neighborhood. Colonel Sanders makes it bigger looking good. All right. Picture this. September 9th, 1890. (laughs) Never forget. Henryville, Indiana. A man by the name of Harland David Sanders. What a great name. What a great name. Harland Sanders. That's just an old school proper sounding name. Honestly, that encapsulates how I envision 1890s Indiana. Yeah. Harland. This man Bill has Harlan. two fir- two last names. Mostly, some people have two first names. You make fun of him. Yeah, Harland Sanders. Yeah, man, what a what a name! And his eighteen nineties Indiana. Uh, what a time! What a time! What a time! Uh, what a time! This man lived through a lot. I must say. Um, yeah, so he was born there. He was the oldest of three children, born to Wilbur David. And Margaret Ann. <laughs> Wilbur and Margaret. These are just great old school names. <laughs> <laughs> it's just tremendous. This is like a time capsule. Um, his his mother was of Irish and Dutch descent. Uh, his father was uh, a pretty affectionate dude. And he owned a 80-acre farm. And he broke his leg in a, uh, until he broke his leg in a fall. He worked as a butcher in Henryville, Indiana, for two years. Um, however... Uh, he did pass away when the colonel, young Harland, was six years old, five years old. I apologize. Uh, in ni- eighteen ninety-five, and uh, yeah, so he began to work as a farmhand. Made it, um, you know, it's always strangers. You hear a lot of stories about this time early on of of like famous people. It's weird. I've read a lot of like books lately and, and like these presidents and, and, and Colonel, like their, their father passes away at a very young age and they're automatically thrown into a, um, just a bit of a role of maturity. Yeah. And, uh, he held yeah. on the farm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to add to that. Just, uh, there's a lot of stories of successful people who, if you look into the background, sadly had to grow up much faster than they, than you would hope somebody would have to grow up. It seems to be. A trait. It's, it certainly seems to be a a, a, speci- a a trait, I guess, of struggling, ch- you know, struggling youth, kind of find success um, later on. But uh, and obviously Sanders was was no different. But yes, he did. He worked as a farmer, a street con- a streetcar conductor, a railroad fireman, he even sold insurance. Uh, but he also he did. Um, he was hired. He was a pretty damn good cook i was actually reading uh shell oil company hired him to uh to, to cook for for employees and he just he loved to make food um at the age of 40 he was running a service station in kentucky where he also decided that he wanted to feed hungry travelers and um he did it for a while did pretty well and he eventually decided to move to a restaurant uh across the street and featured fried chicken and that he was actually named a Kentucky Colonel in 1935 by the governor. So, um, pretty cool. Pretty cool little story there. Uh, 
he's doing well for himself. In 1952, he began franchising his chicken business. Uh, posted it up, you know, just trying to spread the good word of KFC. Uh, his first franchise sale went to Salt Lake City. Uh, that's, yeah, Salt Lake City. Not a whole lot going on there. Unless you're Mormon. <laughs> and even then, probably not a lot going Probably on. not. Uh, is that Utah Jazz? That's where they play? They yeah, play, that's, they play. that's the Utah Jazz. Uh, a great franchise with a lot of great players that have come through there. Uh, and some uh, problematic ones. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Carmelo. <laughs> uh, but he, he he sold it out. He, he basically had a franchise with the you know the idea of Southern Regional Hospitality. Uh, he so he ended up selling it because uh, Interstate, the, the good old Eisenhower Interstate system, uh, diverted traffic from his business, and he sold the location in 1955. And uh, then he started to travel the country. He went from place to place. He's cooking batches of chicken um, and and just making deals, like getting this thing underway. He reminds me a lot of, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie of The Founder. Yes. Yes. Tremendous yes. movie. Yeah. It's kind of based on the McDonald's thing, right? It is. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's like 90, I'll say 85% true. But that's what he did. He was a go-getter. Instead of instead of just making deals and kind of letting things go, he would go from place to place, open up his spot, and uh, and, and he would cook and he'd get his 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 stuff going. And by 1964, he had um, a considerable amount of franchise spots, and uh, he actually sold his interest in the company at that time too. He was doing so well, he sold it for uh, for a couple million dollars. All right, two million uh, to a group of investors. Uh, of course, he always had a part of it because this dude was just, you know, he was the, pretty much the face of the company. Um, they went public in 1966 and were listed on the New York Stock Exchange in 1969 and um, opened up, yeah, a considerable amount of, of of spots. He was actually recommissioned as a colonel in the, oh, when was it? Uh, I think it was in the early 70s. I think it was the early seventies or maybe early sixties. And uh, that's when he really went all out with his look. Um, he got the official title. So I don't think he had any military service. I don't believe he saw if he did maybe a little bit, but he literally got the Colonel name just for being that dude who sells chicken. Yeah. And the, and you said the governor kind of gave it to him too, right? I think yeah. that's one of the things you said. So that's pretty fun. It was technically officially a Colonel and that look of his, I mean, how smart to make yourself look uh, like that uh, to to kind of help. Because when you're selling a product, it's good to have an image that people can look at and be like, oh, yeah, that's that product, you know. And he's one of those, kind of like Mario for Nintendo or something like that. Right. Or, or Ronald, like we said before, Ronald McDonald for McDonald's there for a long time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um yeah, I mean, it's just this distinct look. He, that's always cool. I think it's, uh, we also talked about it with Chef Boyardee, too, where he kind of sold his stock, his stake with the company, but yeah. they still kept him around as like a consultant in a way. And he he was he was paid well for it. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, just a really, really hardworking dude. Um, and 
yeah, he eventually passed away. I mean, it's it's this dude was just a workaholic, right? There's there's not a whole lot of detail. Arrive, open KFC, leave. That's his life. That's literally yeah. his life. Um, like, what's that T-shirt? Eat, sleep, leave. But they're always like, yeah. like a uh, wake up, uh, establish KFC, leave. That would be his shirt, yeah. something like that. <laughs> I would wear that. I would wear that. But that's exactly how he. Uh, that's basically how how he operated. <laughs> But he did it. He did it so well that he's an icon, right? Like he's an icon. If you say Colonel Sanders, people automatically picture what he looks like in their heads. Yeah, he I looks mean, he, exactly like a like a old colonel would like yes, would and yeah. should like. Yes, yeah, and he's so established that you know you're established if other things kind of mock you. That's how you know. Uh, and for whatever reason, one of the jokes that I always remember in the original run of Family Guy is the one where Peter goes to Kentucky and he goes into a KFC and he asks to see the colonel. And the guy at the clinic goes, goes he, I tell you, he dead. I remember, just remember that's how the guy sounded. Uh, but I just remember that very dis- distinctly. But that's how you know. That's back when uh, Family Guy was good. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've watched a new episode of Family Guy in quite some time. I couldn't tell you the last. It's been years since I watched uh, watched any of the new ones. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, just what an icon there with his look and. Yeah, he owned it. Like he, he was like yeah. he was. I, like I'm trying to compare him to a lot of different things, but he owned his gimmick. He owned it. He was the Undertaker until Undertaker retired and then started doing interviews and stuff. He was like, "No, I'm in character." All yeah. the time. Yes. Yeah, he wouldn't be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he would not. He'd be kayfabed um, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, in 1980, he he was diagnosed with uh, with acute leukemia in June of 1980, and uh, he passed away just six months later. Very, uh, very sudden, sort of. Um, yeah, but he had a good long life, though. He I did. mean, and there's no shame. I mean, that's like what not, he made it to 90 or something like that. That's pretty ni- good. At the age of 90, December 16th, he passed away. And, um, like, what a good work ethic. That's that's basically what like I get from him. Uh, you know, I was just, just looking up when that store closed down because the interstate, you know, took away traffic. He, he didn't have a whole lot of money in his name, and he decided, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go national with this thing. I'm gonna make something of it. And he just, that's what I love to see. Like he didn't let failure bring him down or his dream of, of doing this down. And he, yeah, uh, a life, life well lived. Um, Yeah. He was super. And others, and others KFCs, even in other countries. So, yes, that's true. Yeah. We'll talk about some of those in Matt's stats, um, how many and, and so on and so forth. But, um, they, yeah, they uh, they did open casket for his funeral. He was in the white suit, and uh, a lot of people attended. Yeah, and, and uh, power to him for wearing a white suit. As a chunky man myself, I don't feel flattering in a white suit. So anyone who can pull it off, power to you. I don't wear white in public. Oh, I try not to, especially yeah. when I know I'm eating. Yeah, and, um, and I'm always concerned that maybe I'm going to run into a random wedding, and I don't want to give off the wrong idea. <laughs> I do. I was like so jealous. I like get prom. These some of these guys were wearing like white suits, white tuxes. I'm like, man, <laughs> yeah. that looks good. And I'm yeah. like, I would have just smashed. I just, I just would have smeared mashed potatoes. These 
crusty mashed potatoes that we had at our prom all over it. I would have just ruined it. So <laughs> I would have found a way. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. My tux for my prom also wasn't white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there it is, everybody. I mean, just Colonel Sanders in a nutshell, one of the hardest working uh, businessmen. Uh, I guess you call him an entrepreneur in a sense. But um, I mean, he was when he started out for sure. Yeah. yeah. I guess a lot of these places were. And I think that's something that we 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 don't look at a lot of times. Like a lot of, like K like a KFC or McDonald's or a lot of these places. It it was one person's kind of training. Like they worked hard to get all these places established and um yeah. and set the place up. I like it's Yeah, it's, that that's a really good point because like it's just, some of these places are so big they just sort of feel like they've always been there. Yeah, and you just don't think about that. Like they're just a staple of, uh, of like just humanity, really, right? That these things exist. Like, oh yeah, that's like you know, KFC is definitely one of those where it just does feel for us that it's just always been there. Because for me, I always remember there being a KFC. <laughs> so, right, right. But no, it I, really came down to one person uh, saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this," and worked really hard and did it. Yeah, I mean, these places are are, are typically always like you know, recession proof, like they always do really, really good business. I mean, these, these places like this flourish during COVID. So it's, you know, it's, it's never going to close down, but it's, it's always so like people just look at it like, Oh, this place is corporate KFC. It's, it's uh, this corporate big chain restaurant and this and that. And it's, and you look and you think, and it's like, not like one person went around and worked his tail off to put all this together and laid the groundwork for, what we all see, um, you know, today, which is, it, which is really, really cool. Uh, yeah. And I also want to point out their, their mac and cheese is underrated. It's, it's good mac and cheese. I, I like, yeah, it's good. I'm not going to say anything weird. Um, let's head on over. <laughs> I'm trying to be now, a professional. Now all I'm going to wonder about is what was Matt going to say about the mac and cheese? <laughs> and what it's going to drive you nuts for the remainder of this episode. And I ain't going to say nothing. What a mystery we have upon us. <laughs> all right. Let's head on over to Matt's stats and discuss uh, some fun numbers from Colonel Sanders and KFC. You know, I used to serve fast food as a treat, but now fast food is more than a once in a while thing. That's why I serve Kentucky Fried Chicken more and more. The kids love it, and I know they're eating well. It's made from the highest quality chicken, cooked with the Colonel's finger licking good recipe of 11 herbs and spices. It's so nice. You know, it is nice to feel so good about a meal. All right. Uh, let's take a look at some of the numbers that we have here. All right, KFC is currently owned by Yum Brands, which I think owns quite a few uh, different. Well, they we see a they lot own, of KFC paired up with uh, Taco Taco Bell. Bell. Yes. yes, they definitely own Taco Bell. I think they are behind Pepsi Co. I think, or they're involved together somehow. Um, you keep talking. I'm going to look up Yum. No, sure. Um, all right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to Google the word "yum." See what I get. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it's that just will a, it's just a really narrow of, things down. It's just a picture of Matt and some mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So KFC, as of January 1st of 2022, has 26,934 locations. 
the different uh, number of countries that KFC is, is in. This is wild. Uh, does it have a list here? It's I'm I'm on this website. Uh, it's expandedramblings.com. And like I'm clicking at there's a whole bunch of like documentation and stuff. I don't know if it's like for like copies like their permits or whatever. But as of January first, two thousand twenty one, one hundred and forty six countries that KFC. Oh um, Matt, you're gonna yum is a is just a part of mine in your lives. It's KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. Oh. And the Habit Burger Grill, which I we don't have here, so I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. I never heard of it. It's on um, the West Coast, apparently. Okay. Uh, I think it's where Santa Barbara is, isn't it? Is Santa Barbara a West Coast thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the revenue totals over the years. Last year, 2021, I don't, I don't know if this accounts for inflation. It may or may not. Uh, but 2021 was their most profitable year ever. Uh, but going through the years, uh, 2021, 31 point. Three six five billion dollars made. Um, that was over five billion more than two thousand and twenty. For the twenty six billion, ninety nine percent of the restaurants are franchised. And let's see, I had some other uh, other details there. Where'd they go? And they're no longer there. Okay. Uh, this is going just like the wrestling episode. Fantastic. I guess you got to fill this in with your mac and cheese story. No. Did somebody, did somebody have some mac and cheese on their lap and you were driving? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, and I'm going to go on with my next statistic. All right. So Colonel Sanders clocked about 200,000 miles um, a wow. year. Wow. A, a year driving on the company's behalf. Um, for TV commercials, various appearances, this man probably the way he was like campaigning, he it was like he was running for president. He probably could yeah, have. He's the face of the company, literally. Yeah, like you don't hear like that though. You don't hear no. like a guy like going around and just just strutting his stuff and 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 like going to like rallies, like KFC, KFC, like just <laughs> KFC rallies. It's crazy. <laughs> That's a rally I could get behind. I, I honestly would too. <laughs> God, that sounds be a bunch of like <laughs> a bunch of like fat people like me <laughs> just screaming yay for KFC. Just breathing all heavy. Gravy. <gasps> <gasps> you think it's Darth Vader there, but it's just us. <laughs> um oh. and I know you said you were gonna go a different route for your did you knows. Yes, yeah. Um I would like to bring up that. Colonel Sanders has a discography. What? <laughs> 1967 Christmas Eve with Colonel Sanders. 1968 <laughs> Christmas Day with Colonel Sanders. What's and happening? And I don't know. And, <laughs> and 1969 Christmas with Colonel Sanders. I don't know what they are. I hope there's him singing. Um, if <laughs> if it is, I'm going to send Johnny Links first, and then they will be probably the transitions uh in between this uh, will change everything that i know (laughs) (laughs) this will be up there with uh when wendy's dropped that uh, rap album out of nowhere it was was actually kind of (laughs) good i'm gonna i'm gonna mute my microphone look this up as johnny as we head on over to johnny's did you know 
Well, as Matt is looking into what could most more than likely be the discovery of the year, I'm going to talk about not only KFC in my Did You Know, but some items that were discontinued that you can't get there no more. Because, like I said earlier, they're about to do that again. Did you find something, Matt? I see a. It's on oh. YouTube. It's a whole record. <gasps> oh, it's, man. I'm sending you the link. Yeah, please do. Please it's, do. Oh, my God. It's him. It's him smiling in a Santa hat on the record cover. This is this may be the greatest discovery we've had in mankind. <laughs> I, I know what I'm buying you for Christmas. <laughs> I bet the record itself is probably a good collector's item. Uh, it probably is. I'm going to Google it. Like, add that to Matt's. It's stats. either going to be really cheap or really expensive. I don't think there's going to be an in-between for it would be my guess. All right. So uh, one of the items that you can no longer get there is... The KFC Snacker, Matt. Did you know you can't get the Snacker there at KFC anymore? What? Yeah, that's, that's the one where it's like two fried chicken pieces with, right? Yeah, yeah, two fried chicken uh, on a bread? bun, on a bun. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I remember there for a while. KFC did this thing where uh, is that something people eat? Let's put it together with other stuff people eat. <laughs> All right, this is reasonably priced. Do you have a record player? I do. I know you're uh, okay. All right, I'm not going to say. And anything I do else. collect, and I do collect records. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> These are very affordable. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh man! Continue. I, I apologize. I really shouldn't be this excited for this discovery, but I, <laughs> I truly am. I'm gonna. Uh, probably, hey, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to it uh, after <laughs> after we're done here. <laughs> but you can't get the. Uh, you can't get that snacker no more another thing you can't get is the beyond fried chicken you know there was that thing there for a while where a lot of your fast food companies were trying to do vegetarian and they would take the things that would normally be meat and make them out of things that aren't meat impossible yeah exactly exactly Uh, but you can't get that anymore they i guess they decided that when people go to kfc they kind of know what they're getting (laughs) Well, you know what, too? A lot of these, I don't know if you've heard this, a lot of these impossible, uh, like, meat, they're actually worse for you than whatever oh, really? they put up. Oh, it's bad. Like, they, they say that that impossible burger at Burger King yeah. or whatever it is, they say it's worse for you than actual bur- what Burger King gives. It's just oh, wow. a sales It's just a sales ploy. Well, I'm to make sure. you think that you're eating better because yes. it's not, yeah. Well, when I go to Burger King, I hate to tell you, I'm just getting a double cheeseburger because that's my jam there. So good. Uh, pickled fried chicken. I had never even heard of this one, but they had a thing called pickled fried chicken. And basically it's a chicken sandwich. Well, it's a chicken strip. It's almost like a snacker, but they really pickle it up. (laughs) Did you discover something else, Matt? I'm listening and he has the voice of an angel. Uh, you do know you got to put like uh, just a, at least a little clip of him singing on this episode somewhere, right? Oh, I know it's going to be probably the transition in between the stats and this it's segment. Got, it's got to be. I would let him sing me to bedtime. I would. Like, he could <laughs> sing me to sleep. If I ever do get married, I know who uh, whose record I want to play for the <laughs> for the dance for the very special dance. This is beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. This is beautiful. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, this is important stuff. <laughs> uh, 
they uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken in the mid '60s had something that they call roast beef. So you used to be able to get a roast beef sandwich there. They no longer do that. I guess they decided Arby's could have it. No, I definitely remember these because I would get these because I'm I was a nugget kid. Uh, they used to have nuggets, the Kentucky Nuggets. Uh, in the mid '80s, I 100 percent remember getting some nuggets. What were they? It just just they were just nuggets. Yeah, it just like uh, like it was their version. Yeah, just pieces of chicken, just like you know, going to McDonald's or something like that. Uh, another thing was, I miss these desperately, Matt. Do you remember the potato wedges they had? Yeah, they would. They were really good. They were thick. Yeah, they were fantastic. I love those things, and it made them stand out, in my opinion. What are you about to say? They stand out uh, like against fries, I think, because it's something different. But are you saying they're gone? They're gone, yeah. You can't get wedges anymore. It's just fries. Now, I will say their fries are fairly good. But I just really miss these wedges because, again, they stood out. If Colonel Sanders was alive, he would jump into his grave, roll over three times in his white suit, it's all he do. It's all he do. But now he's singing beautiful songs up in heaven. He really, uh, I would have phone sex with him. I mean, I would even before I knew <laughs> he could sing. But that just that just will add to the experience now. <laughs> he has a, a really more, nice voice. It'd be a bit more romantic than what I had in mind originally. He's literally uh, on par with Bing Crosby. Why he has not been on my radio for the last 30 years of my life I, for Christmas music, I am furious. I can't wait till... Me and you were on a podcast, and they're like, hey, we're going to uh, bring up, who's your favorite uh, singer-songwriter, <laughs> and we're both going to fight over Colonel Sanders being ours. Well, I think we have to redo our Christmas music episodes now. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. This is a this is a mind-blowing discovery that you've made here. I, I am not kidding. I am uh, licking my fingers. I'm so excited. To I'm sorry, to I keep interrupting you. No, I want to know every detail you discover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had some of this. I thought this was pretty good. The Kentucky Fried Chicken when they had grilled chicken. Uh, I actually thought it was fairly good, uh, but they don't do that anymore, apparently, sadly. Uh, they don't do original recipe boneless chicken anymore, which that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, we know how Matt and I feel when you say, uh, uh, when you're talking chicken wings and people are like, well, they're boneless. Well, guess what? It's not a chicken wing. It's, it's a chicken tender at that exactly. point. Exactly. And I love a good chicken tender, so I'm not against it, but just don't call it a wing. That's not what it is. But yeah, that's uh that's a list of the more popular ones. That's one thing I found really fascinating is going through diff these big uh food places and, and seeing what they used to have. You know, uh like McDonald's famously had uh you know some stuff they don't sell anymore, like uh I think they had a pizza at one time, yeah. something like that. McPizza, yeah. McLobster, McSpaghetti. They had a hot dog at some point. Yeah. So they've they've done all kinds of stuff in KFC. They also have. So that's the uh, did you know for KFC? Let's get into where KFC of Colonel Sanders himself stands in pop culture today. So naturally, we love the Colonel's dozen. Twelve tender, juicy pieces of seasoned chicken prepared the way the Colonel's always done it for just twelve ninety nine. KFC, it's finger licking good. All right. Well, he's going to live forever in my soul. Um, Especially now that we've discovered this. This is this beautiful. New, this new facet of of Colonel Sanders. What a, 
How did I not know that? Because I definitely went on a spree of just looking for obscure, weird uh, records and albums just to yeah. check them out. And I never even knew this one. Not a clue. I feel I've let myself down until now. You have redeemed me, Matt. That's how big this discovery is. God bless Wikipedia. God bless (laughs) Wikipedia. I would have never known. Um, So, yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, I think, I mean, obviously the Colonel, as long as KFC is in operation, I think he's going to be remembered positively. Yeah. Uh, You know, his face is still, I believe, placed on the, uh, it's placed on, the packaging, the buckets, uh, some of the cups, basically whatever they put, uh, you know, they, and obviously, like we said, they, they market him. They have people, comedians, uh, all sorts of different stuff. I, I think a couple, like 10 years ago, WWE paired up with them and they did a fake wrestling match yeah. where Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler and the Miz were both, uh, Colonel Sinners. Yes. Point. Uh, and that like that stuff's fun. It's a, it, it's a good way to like stand out. I mean, KFC has to stand out on their own. They they might have to work a little bit harder. Um, you know, because obviously the easy go to ones are always going to be McDonald's, Burger King, stuff like that. KFC is a different, uh, kind of like a different style of fast food that maybe isn't up everybody's alley, but. You know, to constantly like, I'll see a commercial. I'm like, you know what? I think I want to try KFC. Want to be the first, you know, I, I've, they've gotten me a couple times. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, he's, he's going to live forever. Yeah, he's going to be there for a long time. I mean, even in other countries, uh, like I think, I think it's Japan where like KFC is a staple of like a holiday dinner for them. Yeah. In Japan, like uh, on Christmas, like it's not unusual on Christmas Eve to go to KFC to celebrate Christmas or something like that. I can't remember what the holiday is. It might i'm thinking christmas but uh, i mean it's just how big kfc is around the world it's not just here i don't foresee it going anywhere there was a time in like the late 90s early 2000s where it seemed kind of what's the word i'm looking for not that it was on its way out but like it was just kind of waning in popularity but it's made a comeback hugely since then and I, for one, am glad. I love some KFC, so I'm very excited. Too. And I'm also very excited to listen to these records. I'm not going to lie. I want your instant reaction. I almost uh, wish we could film it. <laughs> uh, can you just, can we share it real quick? Just let me, let, let's play a song right now. We can share it. Let's, let's record this. Let's, let's do the, it. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. give the audience something. Okay. Share screen. Make sure you share sound. There's somewhere where you got to share sound. Oh God! I hope we don't. Have to... All right, I see your screen. You see my screen. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing. He's going to YouTube. Christmas with Curdle. I have never been so excited. Can you hear this? It doesn't sound like it's coming through. There's, there's a one of the things you have to go into the options on. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, let me know. This is all uh, very good stuff. Yeah, because um, there's something in the options of Zoom. Hmm. Zoom, how to share audio. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. It, it literally says share sound. Yeah, somewhere. I found it. Okay. Out of the east there came riding, riding three of the wisest of men. <laughs> Thus was their enemy blinding, blinding even the wisest of them. Wandering shepherds foretell This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> He's literally, the covers of it, it's like you said, it, it's him in a Christmas hat. But it's still Colonel Sanders. And he's got a big bow in his back like it's a great Christmas gift. Far to the west there was shining. Now, is this him singing or Charlie Pride singing? Because it says Charlie Pride down there. Oh, no. Oh, did I get... I don't want to... Did you get... Uh, I think he just blew... I got bamboozled. I think he got played. Play it. <laughs> Play another one and see if he sounds the same. That's how we'll discover this. I think you're right. Because Charlie Pride's a great singer, for the record. I never even heard of him. Oh, he's an old school country guy. Oh yeah, there's no lyrics to that song. Okay, um, I think I got bamboozled. I am furious. Anyways, I've the best thing about this episode is going to be how everybody takes this ride with us of <laughs> the initial amazing discovery. Like they'll get the high of the highs and the completely crashing blow. Of the lows here at the end, I I hate like, KFC. I don't even want to talk about KFC anymore. I'm done. I've, I feel like we got into like uh, Matt's. Like we're going to take, uh, we're going to get in the greatest car of all time, and the, and we're going to get in it, and we're like, oh, this car is so incredible, and it's comfortable, and it looks amazing. Oh man, is this not the greatest car? Let's share this car with our other friends, and then we smack into a wall and crash it. <laughs> I am furious. I feel like I, I just I just put a a KFC snacker in my mouth, <laughs> swallowed it, and then it clogged up my arteries. And I, that's how I feel right now. God dang it! I thought we had something. I I I think we. Uh, I like this though. Like this is a full. We told a full story. <laughs> <laughs> We told a full story here uh, just now. Only on Retropop. Um, well, as I try and clean that bitter taste out of my mouth, Johnny, what do you want to talk about next time we are here on Retropop? I don't know. I'm just so sad now. Like, we ended on such a bummer. <laughs> we were so, I can't wait for people to listen back to this because 
I was legit. I know you were too. Excited for this thing. Uh, no need to send me a record now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if it was actually Colonel singing all these songs, uh, I'm going to gobble that up. Thank you very much. Uh, but man, what a <laughs> what a discovery that you all went along with us for. What a ride. What a ride. But next time on Retro Pop, I don't know if we can even get close to uh, doing that great whatever that was we just did. But we're going to talk about, well, maybe we can, because it's just as a wild and crazy uh, person story. We're going to talk about Andy Kaufman next time on Retro Pop. I look forward to that. Um, that'll, that'll be good. No, Andy Kaufman's great. I love watching stuff of uh, stuff of his work. You know, obviously, he big, big, big part of the mainstream appeal of wrestling in the 80s. Um down in Memphis with Jerry the King Lawler. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, it, his style of comedy was very, very interesting. So I, I am excited to kind of, it's really actually deep dive and focus in on it instead of just looking over him as passing. I think he was in a WWE game rec- like within the last like five years too. I think they put him in one of the, the WWE games. Or wait, I would... maybe. No, maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, we'll talk about it more on the episode, but yeah. uh, what a what an incredibly, sh- and I mean this in the best way, strange story, the Andy Kaufman story. Uh, 100%. Right up there with this Colonel Sanders uh, putting out Christmas albums. Uh, hey, I, I you're a phony. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, he didn't sing those records. <laughs> I feel like I just like licked dog crap. That's how bad I feel about this. How this episode. No, it's it's different though because you didn't know it was dog crap at the beginning. <laughs> Someone tricked you. Said, "Hey, if I got some one of the greatest things you ever licked," <laughs> and they blindfolded you and they told you that it was this thing. But then when you licked it, you discovered what it really truly was. <laughs> this is the saddest. We've had some like heart, like heart to heart, like hearty. <laughs> sad endings to an episode before but this, this takes is, the cake this, this, is, the this most is the saddest sad i've literally done in my podcasting career probably close to a thousand or i guarantee you i've hit whatever a thousand recordings of my stupid voice and this has got to be the saddest ending of anything i've ever done <laughs> i don't even know just, how to close this i'm not even mad mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Um, man, goodbye, everybody.